Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Who that family? Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro shop and who that too To the Black and Gold family, man. We're in this thing. Sports Coma, Saturday edition. What's happening, man? Big Q in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all joining us for this special Saturday installment of the Sports Coma. Just hollering at the fam, man. Nothing breaking going on. Uh, just doing the Saturday stream with the family members and just having a little fun. I was watching the Pelicans play and ultimately uh really interesting game, fun game watching as the Pelicans and the Spurs tied up in a uh, really good affair out there in the Smoothie King Center, man. We monitoring that. The Pelican postgame report will precede that game as we are uh, looking pretty good that we should be able to beat this team. We should be able to knock them up out of here and move on they ain't quite the same unit that they've been from the past so much love to the fam i appreciate each and every last one of y'all for being in a live stream as we're going to do uh in this, this episode of the coma man right now it's tied 84 to 84 at the end of the third pelicans and the spurs spurs giving them what far gotta uh, admits that uh old popovich doing everything he can fussing cussing pointing uh looking crazy as hell doing everything, looking like old Santa Claus out there, doing everything he can to get them Spurs, man, to do something with them Pelicans, man. Pelicans is on the rise, baby. Much love to the fam. Uh, I'm Big Q in installment of this one, man. I got uh, uh, my dog Black Suede getting ready to pop in. And we're going to, on this show, we're going to do a uh, the, the fourth part of the TC, uh, TSC mock draft that we did. And also Suede has done a mock as well. So we're going to bring him in. So Suede, uh, welcome to the stream, brother. Much love to you and appreciate you. Suede done his first mock draft, and we're going to do part four of the mock. So we're going to do Suede's draft first. Before we get to that, 
Sweet, how you doing, brother? Welcome. What's going on, brother? Speaking of Santa Claus, here I am. Now look here. Let's get this known. I'm not really certain about these college players, so my draft is pretty much weird. And y'all can understand why I am not an NFL coach, okay, or, or, or a draft person or whatever it may be. So we'll we'll figure that out as soon as it comes. You take it away, Q. All right. Thank you, Sway. <laughs> That's Sway's disclaimer, right? <laughs> All right. So anyway, we're going to put Sway's mock up on the screen. We're going to start with his mock draft first. So, Sway, uh, here's your mock Check on me the out. screen, Check my me friend. That's Sway on the screen right there. Sway's mock right there. Family, as you can see, Jamison Williams, his first round pick, Aberson Lucas at the tackle, the Washington State big massive offensive lineman as the tackle. Uh, and then the third round, he gets another wide receiver, Khalil Shakur from Boise State. Right a good young wide receiver right there. Another tackle, Rashid Walker out of Penn State. Hey, you see me? Got a, got a wide receiver tackle, wide receiver tackle rhythm going. And, of course, in the fourth round, he takes a tight end, Grant Calcaterra uh, uh, from uh, the Mustangs of FSMU. And then he got another tight end from Virginia, who is actually a pretty decent Here tight end, Jelani Woods. And of course, a guard in Ben Brown from out at Ole Miss. Sway, so walk us through your draft here, bro. Well, look here, my brother. First of all, I'm gonna go ahead and start with my tight end. I go with I like when I look at tight ends, I go with height most of all, which is why I mean I wanted the Saints back in the day to draft uh what's this guy named that Pittsburgh picked up? Um uh uh James, uh what was his name? Jesse James. Jesse James. I wanted to get him a pretty tall guy, but they didn't. So I went for height with these guys. One is like 6'5", the other was like 6'7". I like that. Good. That's how I like my tight ends to look. Uh, with the number one, of course, you have them going with receiver because we're desperate need. Um, they didn't have their 40 time on there. So, you know, I just went with with, with, with with a pretty decent receivers that were available. And I think I picked a pretty nice selection right there. Um, we definitely have to get the offensive line going. That's without a doubt. Without that being done, man, can't anything happen. Um, and there it is. Notice there's no defensive players there. None. I didn't pick any. Why? Because I think we are fine. I think we're good on that. Well, Swade, according to the mock, they gave you an A, an overall grade of the mock, they gave you they, an A they right gave me there. A they did. They so, did. Yeah. They gave me an A minus. So, I mean, I, I must have been on something. You know what I'm saying? Defense is. The defense, we were a top defense last year. Why even mess around? We lost who? Uh, we lost uh, uh Marcus Williams. Um, and if I'm and we lost who else? Uh, well, you you just left all uh, oh, for defense wise. I mean, they haven't signed back a few guys, but yeah, Marcus Williams is a, a de uh, definitely gone. Uh, you right. looking to sign PJ Brown? I mean, PJ Williams, excuse me. And of course, you uh, read up with a few guys on defense. You uh, guys like uh, Roby. In the secondary, we talked about some of our defensive linemen like Shai Tuttle and the rest of them. So, yes, we did re-up with a few other guys outside of that. So, yeah, you're saying the defense is not a, a issue. That yeah, we leave it alone. Offense. I didn't – yeah, exactly. I didn't even know why they got, like, two safeties. What, what, the, what the little Chiefs do? What the hell was up with that? You know what I'm saying? These are great value players. But So I went total offense. But that's what we need help the most. And that's my draft right there, man. A minus. Shout out to the Swates, though, you heard me? All right, there you go. What y'all think about Swade's draft? Brother Eric, thank you, fam. Says nice mock draft uh, there, Swade. So there you go, Swade. Thank you, brother. Uh, doing this thing. <laughs> he following on. He got more offensive line. He's giving Jameis all the help that he can get. And thank you, brother Eric. For, he uh, need for all the help, bro, with them thank damn giraffes. And thanks, uh, brother Eric Howard, for becoming a member, a new member of the channel. Appreciate you, brother. Much love. All right, fam, so that's Swade's draft. Y'all let us know in the chat how you feel about Black Swade's draft. Uh, let us know how you feel about it, brother. Brother Eric likes uh, Swade's draft as well. Uh, and, his, and this is his first draft. We got a couple of tight ends, a couple of offensive linemen, a couple of wide receivers. Not too bad, not too shabby. All right, let's move on to my next, to, uh, to the fourth installment of the, of the uh, TSC mock that I did. And, of course, this is the fourth Ooh. one. And as you can see at the top of the list is Mr. Chris Olave from old, uh, out of Ohio State. Uh, he's a, He gets that pick right there. And, of course, the Saints had numerous discussions with this brother. And uh, we ended up uh, in, in my mock, we ended up getting them with the 18th overall pick in the second round. Man, family saying, Q, you need to go look at uh, Brees Hall 
I looked at that brother. Mm. This dude is something special, man. And, and uh, it's too bad they're not considering him one of the better backs. They have some people that's considering Brees Hall as a uh, a top-notch back. A lot of them have him a second or third round back from out of Iowa State. This guy is power incarnate. Averages five yards per rush. And when, when uh, Dennis Allen says that he wants a power running attack, Brees Hall is definitely the dude you want to look at. So very powerful running back. I'm going to have a scouting report on these guys momentarily. In the third round, we looked at Bailey Zapp. Zappe or Zap, I think his name is Zappe from Western Kentucky. And I was able to watch some footage on this guy. He's not bad. He's not one of the top five guys that you're looking at. But this is a third 98th pick somewhere in the bottom of the third round that I was looking at in Bailey. And you put the film on of this quarterback. He's not very big. He's about 6'1", 6'2"-ish in that range. But this man can play football. And I get, I got him in the third round right there. I got an offensive tackle right there. As you can see, the theme is a wide receiver. It's offense. That's pretty much should be the That's theme right. for the black and gold. Should be you got two wide offense. receivers just like me. That's right. You, you're going to need a couple of wide receivers in the draft. And, of course, you look at uh, the third round pick. The other third round pick was Luke Gadecki from Central Michigan. And he's a, another big offensive tackle that can come in and help out uh, as well. As we have some flux in the offensive line, but I'm looking at more of having depth uh, in terms of helping fortify the offensive line. You know, with all the C-19 stuff creeping up, you're going to have some – got to have some depth back there. Uh, and you almost spend all your money on free agency uh, uh, players. You won't be able to develop some of these guys as well. And going to the fourth round, you see Neil, Neil Farrell Jr., the big uh, defensive tackle who was with LSU last year. It's a 300-pound-plus uh, nose tackle. You know you need guys like that. We have Jalen Dalton here. and put a big on a big 320-pound nose tackle uh, in the de- in, in, in off the bench would be pretty good. Uh, Josh Johnson is the other wide receiver that we've seen right there. Uh, he's a pretty good young wide receiver out of the University of Tulsa. Has speed, uh, versatility, can catch the ball, man. Good at separating, of course, in the bottom of the draft in the seven round of developmental uh, linebacker who plays mostly inside, and Aaron Hainsford who can ha- help you in a special teams game. So let's go into some of these guys as we talk about the first round draft pick. And most people are very familiar with Chris Olavi obviously because of the uh, discussions that he's also being mentored by Michael Thomas. A lot of people believe that this guy is sitting there when the Saints pick, he's going to be your future wide receiver there. That's opposite of Mike Thomas. And I wouldn't be mad about that. Coach Payton is gone, but there's still a philosophy to get top-notch talent still resides. So Chris Olavi would be definitely a guy that can come in and help you. I, I would rather like have a have him there. But, you know, I was looking at, okay, maybe in free agency we can get a guy like Will Fuller who can stretch the field or even maybe right. perhaps trade for a guy like Devontae Parker from Miami who was on the trade block as well. Perhaps we could trade for him, give up a third, maybe a second-round draft pick, a third-round pick, I'm, I mean, to get a guy like Parker, bring him in, pairing with Thomas, then gra- uh, draft Chris Olavey and start building up the wide receiver depth as well. So anyway, this guy runs a 4.39 in the 40, has a 32 vertical, vertical jump, and he's an excellent wide receiver, very fast. He wasn't the best one out of Ohio State. It was actually – his partner, uh, Wilson, but this guy is absolutely awesome. High. He's just terrific, a speedster of epic proportion and really shift. And you can see the over overview and we can read the overview on him is that the quiet storm, they call him of Ohio state wide receivers. Cole Levy is smooth, steady and makes things happen. His movements are fluid and easy from snap to catch and all points in between. He's fast, but efficient and plays with a bend foot and bent with bend and foot agility to uncover all three levels. Olivia possesses natural, well-rounded ball skills, but needs to add play strength to ward off physical challenges that are indeed in his way. His, and guess what? If he come into the black and gold, which if he's there, it's chances are he, he would, is that Michael Thomas would teach him how to get guys off of him. Because Mike Thomas, Man, Michael is the best Thomas ain't teaching ball. nobody nothing. All right. So there you go, Swade. That's way. His play trade should allow for success behind the scheme and talent. You sound like old grandpa, a grumpy grandpa on that one. Uh, right. Side, he ain't teaching nobody not. <laughs> Looking for field stretcher with the ability to take on a sizable catch load. So, yeah, I like the kid, man. He, you're right. He's a speed demon. He, not, he definitely needs to get a little stronger. But this is upside. It definitely improves the, the trajectory of the wide receiver room going upward. And then, of course, the running back in the second round. This guy will now, that be was a surprising. Really I like I like that 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 selection though the, the halfback and I was thinking of drafting a halfback I really was, uh but I did that late in the draft and I wasn't really you know uh confident in the pick so I just went with uh 
I went with the uh, another tight end. Is what I did. Well, I mean, that's the thing, bro. Now that we see, uh, yeah, because it, it's we can't ignore that. Elvin Kamara definitely going to be suspended. We don't know how many games, but if it's anywhere between four to six uh, weeks or perhaps it's eight weeks, we don't know with Goodell. You know, he might, you know, suspend him for longer. We don't know. But if you want a good running back and you don't sign a guy uh, like Mack, who is the guy like Marlon Mack, who I've been preaching for for the last couple of weeks for the Saints to go and get before he gets signed some, by somebody else, we know Robert, uh, what's his name? Robert Jones, the second got picked up by uh, somebody. I think it was, was it the Chiefs? I forget who it was, but he got signed. The former Tampa Bay running back just got picked up. So uh, uh, Mac is still out there and the Saints need to make a move on him. But if they don't, you can get a good running back and breach all out of Iowa State. Very productive running back, 4-3-9. He's 5'11", about, and they got him at 5'17 here for the combine, but his normal rate is around 220, uh, 225. Runs with power, uses the stiff arm. Is a real uh, polished running back inside and out, has good speed and can catch the ball out the backfield. Overall view, if you put the tape on, I invite people. And thank you to the family members who said, Q, go put the tape on and watch Brees Hall, man. And, and you know, now people not talking about him. And I did, man. And he had a lot of produ- productivity at Iowa State. We'll give NFL evaluators early start bots with his blend of size, power, and creativity. Hall isn't very sudden in tight quarters, but gets better as the run game progresses with good vision and above average sense of how to beat second level tacker, tacklers. He has surprisingly built up his speed once he's in open field. He has a gear, maybe two, but might not have the instant gas to become a, a plus outside runner. His running style is willful and when it needs to be. Listen, you watch him run. This guy runs with power. He also shifts like, uh, you know, when he's running there, you just, I ain't going to say irky-jerky because his movements are pretty crisp and powerful. But this guy is, is is definitely a talented running back that will help the Saints running game, no doubt about it, for the years to come if they reach at him. Hall has a full package, three-down talent with surprisingly soft hands out the backfield, should find early touches as a day-two draft pick with above-average potential. This guy has rushed for, I think it was a thousand yards each of the year, over a thousand yards. One year, I think he was underneath, but he is definitely a guy that do, that did a lot of great things at Iowa State, and he would be a fantastic. Man, we, need to go, we need to go find Chris Ivory. <laughs> this, the, the, I'll tell you what, this guy is is pretty good, uh, Suede, and you got to go watch the tape on him. And of course, the next one here, uh, and I guess they, they didn't show us Bailey Zappy, Zappy, who is a quarterback here. Let me see if I can get my page to refresh on him but he's a, the third quarterback i take and of course i'm saying I'm, we might need a developmental quarterback but you know this seems like to me it might be an open draft for the black and gold if certain guys that they like are there i'm thinking they might pull the trigger on these guys you know because they like a lot of different guys here. and james is on a two-year contract so if quarterback is in question and it's one that's there like say if it's me is malik willis falls to the saints at 18 Man, I, 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 it'll make it very difficult for the Saints to say pass on them, but then, you know, they could probably uh, get aggressive and trade but back into the first round to find somebody. I'm telling you, they're looking at these quarterbacks, what? man. Go ahead, Sweet. No, one thing about the Saints scouting team, uh, they may not draft your obvious your obvious picks, but they do uh, draft, like, some skilled players down the line, and they just end up being good. It's, it's just this the way the scouting team works, uh, a la uh, Melchus Coaster. You know, um, that's just what they do, man. I believe well, in our scouting team so much. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, they are good. I mean, Jeff Ireland for president leads them. Pretty good team. And, of course, the quarterback I got in uh, one of the other third-round draft picks in my mock-up. Well, actually, the first of the two was Bailey here from Western Kentucky. Now, this guy here uh, is, a, a, is a guy that you can look. He's a developmental quarterback, but he's a pretty good quarterback, about 6'1", 215. Pretty accurate. A lot of people not talking about him because uh, the measurements in Western Kentucky, which he comes from. And now I guess he hadn't played paid Mel Kuyper enough. But this dude can play football, man. If you go and watch the film on him and watch how he plays, go watch the film on this guy. Stocky pack, pocket pass with eye popping production and high volume passing attacks. App is a confident passer willing to challenge both man and zone coverage at all three levels. His release, he got quick release, arm strength. And below average, uh, uh, or below average, his his quickness, release quickness is okay. His arm strength is okay. It's not popping off the stream. But then again, we do realize that we got quarterbacks that played here uh, that we bring into our system who don't have the best arm strength, but they do have success. But if you, but we can improve upon that. He's and uh, it doesn't look impressive. He says unimpressive physically and lacks uh, precision accuracy. That's not exactly accurate. If you go ahead and look at his statistics, look at film on him. 
this guy is he's a developmental quarterback, but still in all, I like his potential and what he can be, man. The dude is really a really smart, high IQ player. He does have some zip on his passes. He and like I said, Western Kentucky don't bowl well. He's not the size that you will he doesn't have the athletic ability. But with some of the other bigger name quarterbacks off that, and you get a third round pick in Zappy, I think he would be a good pickup for the Saints. I just want you to go look at the tape of this kid. Go watch this kid's tape before they poo-poo this kid. He got great tape. Look at it. All right, next guy on the list here on my mock here is Luke Gadecki, which is the big offensive lineman picked up from Central Michigan. And uh, this guy here, 6'5", 312 pounds. Uh, very man, impressive. look at the neck on this fellow, man. Look like he's been boxing, huh? This guy, 26 <laughs> on the press. But, yeah, this is a good guy, a good uh, pickup for the Saints because, you know, ultimately – the Saints going to need uh, people to protect protect Jameis Winston on the offensive line, and and he's a tight end that turn tackle whose final final landing spot could be a guard to the lack of uh, strength uh, length in terms of he probably talking about his arm length. That's another thing that got him a knock a little further down. But Kadeki is a a rancorous run blocker with a talent for rooting opponents off the spot. That's what he does. He's just and I've seen that and he got good pretty decent footwork. He can improve upon it. But the Saints have some of the best assistant coaches in terms of getting these guys on on uh, solid ground. He balances a surly field demeanor with above average technique and frequently sustains and finish the blocks like an NFL veteran. He got a gritty mentality. Uh, he's mean. He put the time in to build out his frame, but short arms. Which what do they mean by mean? He mean like he's he got a mean streak in him. Like he don't loan his grandma money or something? Well, not that kind of mean. Not that mean. Oh, mean, okay. mean. When right. you're on the field, he going to push you around, you know? He won't let you push oh, like around. Oh, uh, 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 like um, Sue, like Sue mean, Aaron Donald mean. Right. He, he, I don't know, not strength-wise, like, but, yeah, he does have a temperament about him. And he had a okay. strong 21 season against his modest competition, but his strengths profile well as a good starter with the ability to make an impact sooner rather than later. So, like I said, he's a former tight end, which shows that he does have uh, some athletic ability right there. Like I said, they project him as a guard. But uh, some see him, he can help out at the tackle position because of his size, 6'5", 312 uh, for Gadecki. And, of course, you move on to Neil Farrell Jr., the LSU product, a big offensive lineman as well, 323-pounder, I want to say. Uh, it's his weight here, 6'4", 330. I'm sorry, shaded five pounds off his big ass. But uh, like I said, but big offensive, I mean, big defensive tackle interior. Uh, he, he's not just a plopper. Where he just sits there and just just holds down two offensive linemen. He also provides a push. And Neil Farrell was a guy that had been with LSU for several seasons now. And he's a solid lineman, man. He has some injury issues, but man, he's strong. Uh, he's he's smart. And he's a guy that can help out in terms of when you get if you need a big guy right there to kind of in kind of maintain that middle. He's a nose tackle. He's nose tackle product, a prospect with well-earned reputation for making it hard on blockers to do their job in the run game. Farrell has been pers has personal maturity and development in his play that allow him to consistently bully opponents as a physical force in the middle in 21, but he tested poorly in the NFL scouting. Now, now what's, the, diff what's the difference between a bully and being mean? I mean, you can't be a bully unless you're mean, right? Okay, okay. Right, I mean, okay, the, sorry. Continue. Yeah, the two guys <laughs> will be somewhat tethered. Okay. <laughs> <You said that. laughs> but anyway, very rugged football player in the trenches. He's the kind of big guy that you would love to have as a nose tackle. And besides, if you got a nose tackle like Jalen Dalton, who's 6'6", 300 pounds, and you bring a big sucker like Neil Farrell in there as a nose tackle, Coming up off the bench, that does continue to help the Saints fortify the interior defensive line. So I mean, it's that I, I like Farrell. Plus, he's an LSU guy. And of course, my final two uh, selections in my mock draft, my fourth mock draft, is uh, the fifth round pick wide receiver Josh Johnson for the University of Tulsa. And uh, he's a bit on about five eleven. He got him at five ten right here, but he's yeah, five oh. eleven, one hundred and eighty three pounds. You can see he wasn't very happy to take that picture. He must have got up real yeah. early in the morning. But, <laughs> but, Josh Johnson, but Josh Johnson have a lot of speed, man. He's pretty got a good speed on his hand. He also works on the special teams, and it's it's a lot of bones. Now he did did deal with some injuries or not uh, or uh, uh, some, but he's a guy that can help you in the slot as slot as well. And he does have that burst, man. Long leg, lean. Johnson's a feast of famine slot target with explosive type top end speed, 
but disappointing hands. We can work on that. He will stress defenses with his vertical juice and has the burst uncover over the first two levels. I was watching tape with him just tearing the top off of defenses. He's long, long limb. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Long limbed at 5'11". 5'11". Troubling uh, lack of ball skills will be hard for evaluators to discount. This is their personal take on them. But the playmaking talent just hits a little harder than the drops. The ceiling is on the ceiling is on the higher, but the floor is on the lower. And they consider him a, a wide receiver four or five with potential more value than just being a field stretcher. But if you watch, put mm-hmm. the film on and watch Josh, Josh Johnson playing for our guys who are familiar with Josh Johnson. They can testify to how good this guy can be and how he would definitely help bring that speed edge and special teams help uh, to the black and gold. And we can you can always need more speed. Josh Johnson will help you. And of course, the final pick in the seven round, I was looking more at the safety. Didn't like what I seen. But Aaron Hanksford is a linebacker I took, which would help us in our in our secondary. I mean, in terms of excuse me, in our uh, special teams play six two, about 240 pounds. And what he is, is uh Pretty smart linebacker, athletic, and and can continue to kind of help out with the linebackers. We have some pretty good linebackers. We got a couple of uh, linebackers on the upside. Demario Davis to get Nolan Tooth, and we were able to get a few of these guys. But adding some more talent underneath there in terms of special teams, he won't break into the starting lineup no time soon. But he could be a special team ace. Loves to pop uh, and play special team, knock you on your ass type of player. Athletic inside linebacker who might require more attack oriented scheme to allow him to play faster. With less reservation, and he failed to use 2020 season as a springboard into bigger and better things in 21. He has a speed to range from sideline to sideline, and is fundamentally a sound tackle who won't let many slip from his grasp. He blitz potential. His blitz potential should not be discounted. He clearly has the traits to become more of a robust, robust playmaker. However, the difference between starting and backup will be rooted in whether or not he can do a better job of diagnosing blocking schemes and playing with better trigger quickness. So he does have the athleticism. He'll knock you on your ass. And this is uh, one of a more of the athleticism angle to add to our special teams and our linebacker core moving into did the it, future. Did it the slick side call this man dumb? Uh, I, I didn't see that. What you mean? I mean, he's, uh, I mean, he only has athletic gift. Uh, he's athletically gifted is what they said. Well, I mean, he's saying he could do it better if not. He's saying, uh, the difference between starter and backup will be rooted in whether or not he can do a better job of diagnosing blocking schemes and play with better trigger quickness, seeing it and reacting instinctively, you know, just instead of thinking, overthinking it, that's the thing that a lot of defense offensive as well uh, preach against is overthinking something. Marcus Williams got caught okay, up cool. on overthinking t- uh, things too. When he'll see something, he'd be looking just when you see it, you see it and react to it instantly. That's what the coach said. Because too much overthinking get you burned and get you beat. When you see it, react. Gotcha. 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 It's just that his overview, his overview was kind of different from uh what they were saying, what they were saying below that. But okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So that's what it pretty much what is, fam. Is this my, now you ain't, uh, now you ain't breaking my. down mine? All right, well, you won't break it down. I thought you would break down your own mock. I didn't know I was supposed to break your mock down. That wasn't the. I mean, I don't have control of. The, I don't have control of the master board, Q. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, if you was breaking it down, I'll put the people up on there, and you break them down if you did your I, research. I like how you. I like how you break. I like how. I like how you break it down. Well, you Pause. break it. You broke it. You broke. You broke it down too. You broke it down well too, and you broke it down. You talk about this, that, and the third. Now you don't have the power of the now, master I like board. How you, I like how you. You, I like how you do the analysis. Could you do mine, sir? <laughs> 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 I 
you already did your mock, bro. Do you want me to re- uh, go over your mock again? Or you want me to give you some time so you can yeah. find out? Find out your no, people. I didn't I mean, want you to said go, you looked go. up the people. You want me to show their pictures? I mean, no. No, I mean, I want you to break down and go to the analysis and the overview and all of that, like like you did yours. That was fire, bro. You do an awesome job. Anybody ever told you that? Bro, I, so, I appreciate yeah. that. But I'm just saying, that if the, <laughs> I'm saying this. I thought that's what you was that that's what you was doing was like you talked about it and you had the tackles and all that and you would go for that. So I, I mean, you tell me, you tell me. Let me see if I can get Swade's uh, mock draft back up here, fam. Let me see if I can get Swade's mock draft up here again. So so uh, so Swade can <laughs> right. But, but no, not me. You. What What you mean, me? I I'm done. <laughs> well, you go, you go to, you go to my players. You know what I'm saying, and do a little overview. Well, you don't have to. Okay, I see what I see what you mean. See, I put I you. Ja- you I'm saying Jamison Williams, but you've got the, the data on Jamison Williams, right? You got the the breakdown on what you think about his speed and everything, and and offensive line. But they didn't have his speed on them. I'm saying, but you got to go and look it up, and you had your footage in there, you know, and you find out because they got several. They got scouting reports, and if you don't like the scouting reports, you can go and look at the film yourself and do your own self, your own scouting report. That's what I like to do: okay. go look at the film because most of the time, the film don't tell you or don't show what the scouts are saying. Like it'll say something about, uh, you know, this guy he don't run crisp enough routes, and then you watch the film, and that's all right. the dude do is run crisp routes. And I'm like, man, I don't agree with that. So sometimes they're right. A lot of times, you know, it's it's not an exact sometimes science from scouts. Right, right. It, you know, and I don't. I, and you know, some of them be having to get them they, them palms greased in terms of up in these these uh players too. But if you put the tape on, yeah. there's no denying it. There's no denying the talent I, of some of these players, like James think, Williams. Uh huh. I definitely think there's a lot of uh, uh conspiracy up in that where they put the the ratings and the overviews up with their uh, hands are greased. I definitely yes, believe in that, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That, that okay. Definitely goes, okay. That definitely goes. But, yeah, Sway, would you like to uh, break down your guys? What, tell us a little bit more about Jamison uh, Williams, bro. You want to no, that? I wanted you to do it. I, I, I can't, I'm not going to do yours and mine, bro. That's your mock draft. You got to tell us why but, you but you, been, you the guy. You big Q. I'm just one of the guys. What <laughs> <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> you talking about Swade? All right, Swade. How about this one, bro? Jameson Williams, Swade's first round pick. We could do one. Swade's first rounder, Mister right. Jameson Williams. A lot of people familiar with this brother. This brother is the best wide receiver that's coming out of Alabama this year. Uh, he has speed. He catches the ball. He's explosive. I mean, Jameson Williams is a playmaker. The only thing that's knock on this brother is that he got hurt in the bowl game. That kind of messed with him. Uh, so I mean, but that's outside it. of that. He got hurt in that bowl game, and that's why it stocked. And it's a possibility that he could slide to us at 18. What was, what was the injury? It, it was an ACL injury. Ooh. And let's cover. Let's look. He go to overview right here. He break it down. Linear route runner with electric long speed to impact the game as a mm. home run hitter or a decoy drawing defenders away from other elements of the offense. Williamson runs man coverage but faces some limitations. He has issues getting off a press cleanly and might require some scheming to help get off the mark clearly against certain corners. Now, I didn't now they I did see some footage and, you know, of watching him because he's an Alabama, he's an SEC guy where he his footwork just gets around some cornerbacks. And I've seen cornerbacks put hands on him, try to physically slow him down from getting into his routes. And they weren't successful. But it also depends. Is on, he as you know, bad as Marcus Callaway? Is he is he better? off the corner? No, no, right. no. He no gets, what... From what I seen, he gets off. He gets out of there pretty good. He gets. He's able to get uh, into his route uh, pretty fast. I mean, sometimes you got guys that are jamming, but he got an attitude. He got attitude where he ain't gonna let you sit up there and, and stop him. He's gonna fight through you, you know. And, and he could get better. Most of all of them can. Catch toughness can be inconsistent when when contested. And all I seen, Jameson do is catch tough passes so that's what i'm saying when the scouts be saying this type of stuff and i watch the film i'd be like okay i don't see that maybe he's seen some film that i didn't see but really you ain't supposed mm-hmm. to be judging them based on one thing that he did you're supposed to look at it overall and then the comp is will fuller they comparing him to will fuller a guy that's still a free agent right now so i mean and i, right. I think i think he's well we know what will fuller is because he didn't realize his potential because he's been hurt 
He's he's been dealing with a lot of injury history uh, in terms of Will Fuller. But he has all the juice to find consistent separation on vertical over and post corner routes and could could see monstrous production if paired with a high-end talent at quarterback. The ACL tear could play a role in determining his ultimate draft destination, but is unlikely to change his game. It won't. The guy is terrific. I mean, he's awesome in, in terms of how he plays the game. And the only reason why, like I said, that he'll slide a bit is because of that ACL injury that happened in the bowl game. So, I mean, he's a pretty big that, guy. And you watch the tape, you put the tape on of that dude, man. Let me tell you something. That guy is good, man. So, you know, so like I said, I, I don't know, you know, looking at some, that's why I like to look at the footage on him. And Jameson Williams is a guy in the SEC, and I, I tend to pay attention to them SEC guys a little more than. Most because I my 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 vantage point is that the SEC is the best college uh football conference in the land. And in a couple of years when they when Texas and Oklahoma move over there, uh it's gonna be a super conference. So it's a lot of stuff gonna be twisting and turning in the SEC. But yes, if you balling like that in the SEC, man, you're definitely a quality guy. No disrespect to the Ohio State guys because they always turn out really good wide receivers. But uh Jameson Williams is something special, man. I mean, like I said, that ACL injury is one thing, and you could probably he could fall to you. Uh, at 18, man, and that would be a special move to be honest with you. But uh, if the Saints yeah. were really hitting at it, those way that we bounce back away from the mock draft stuff, we talk about uh, the title of it the Saints looking at the draft for wide receivers instead of free agency. Really, truth be told, is the next thing they should be looking at doing is getting Will Fuller, you know, and, and bringing him in here to help out because he'll be a guy that can stretch things out and then get a guy like Jamison Williams in the draft or so on and so forth, or get a second round, wherever they're going to go with And it, then but. you still have Deontay Harris. Uh, you do have Deontay Harris Hardy there. I mean, and then you you have Marquez Calloway. You got whoever you're going to bring into the draft and the free agent. But it's just like, okay. And uh, I think that would that would be – I'm listening. No, nah, go ahead, Sweet. I'm listening. No, I think that would be almost a complete receiver, a uh, wide receiver core uh, with Michael Thomas. Fuller, uh, Marquez Callaway, Deontay Harris, and um, if Marquez, you happen to get the guy from Alabama, Marquez, Marquez, yeah, Marquez Callaway. Yeah, yeah Marquez. You saying the man? You call him a Mark Marquez Marquez, not Marquez. Oh, him too. <laughs> oh, so Marquez, yeah. oh, Marquez Callaway. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a priest. Marquez, <laughs> Marquez Callaway. <laughs> Uh, I think that'd be a pretty decent receiver call right there. <laughs> that would be pretty decent. I would like that. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, that's that's funny, man. You buster. All right, so yeah, man. Let what, me see. Oh, yeah. What a fan of Zach's about Jalen Petrie, man, and, and uh. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. If you're a last-minute gift shopper, then Instacart is your holiday rescue app this season. No more tracking packages, no more trips to the post office, and no more Christmas gifts arriving in February. Instead, you can just download Instacart to order gifts like beauty, tech, and gourmet goods from local stores and get them delivered in as fast as one hour. Plus, right now, you'll get free delivery on your first three orders. This offer is valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Must be 21 plus to purchase alcohol where available. Yeah, I do like Petrie, man. I think Petrie, uh, they have him sliding down a bit. Thank you, Brother Gundam, for the, the question. What's your take on safety from Notre Dame, Jalen Petrie? I like Petrie, man. He was listed higher 
uh, in the uh, before the combine has, and he's dropped a bit, man. But I mean, it's it's intriguing to say the least, man, about uh, some of these guys because Petrie to me is a good safety. So we, you know, we'll see how it all goes moving forward. But I thought he was like one of the top guys, man, in my opinion. But yeah, Petrie's the coach dream with exceptional competitive drive and desired intangibles. Watch the film on these guys, smart. Move around. He just got a head for the ball. They watch the quarterback. His eyes moving, bouncing back and forth. And then have the speed and athleticism to make a play. A fundamental tackler. Uh, he does a lot of positive things, man. Became an impact player in Baylor's coach Dave Aranda's star position, but he might not have the physical tools to stay in a similar role as a pro. He's tight in the lures, lacking the, flu- the fluidity needed to prevent getting lost in coverage duties and would benefit from a scheme that allows him to play with more linear pursuit. He's carried as much as 212 pounds, which which we should see again if teams decide to make him a nickel linebacker or pure box safety. He'll knock your butt off. And this dude right here is awesome, man. So, I mean, put the tape on Jalen Petrie, if you please, and watch him, man. He's a a special player, man. But they got other guys that they're listing over Petrie, to be honest with you, at the safety position, fam. Uh, uh, Kyle Hamilton is another dude that they placed over him. Uh, uh, Brisker, uh, Brian Cook from Cincinnati. What position? at the safety position. So you have uh, oh, Ryan Cook was another guy that then, and we're talking about the safety position way because the Saints don't have long-range options at the safety position either. I mean, think about it. They're going to need to draft a safety sooner or later in this draft. Whether, and I don't think it'll be high, but if you get one in the third or fourth or third round, you, you're right. You got Jenkins on a one-year deal. He's getting old in the two. You don't, you sign this new uh, safety. Uh, Sorensen, that's a one-year deal. And Sorensen's 30, what, 33 years old? So, I mean, you got you got two older safeties right there. And then P.J. Uh, Williams is a guy that you're probably going to bring back maybe on a one-year, maybe a two-year deal. But that's still not a long-range option. At some point, you're going to have to draft a and, safety. And you, also, and you also have me. You do have Marcus May. But outside of Marcus May, you know, who has that three-year contract, there's not much else behind him. Now, J.T. Gray is mo- mostly a special teams type linebacker. So, I mean, a safety, excuse me. But outside of that, um, who do you got at the safety position? That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. I believe what Q say. I, I think, all that. I think that's I say all that. You just say, huh? Yeah, because I believe and trust your words most of the time. You know, you're, yeah, you're a good statistic reader. You know, I'm so but saying, PJ saying, Williams. I'm that's saying PJ. Yeah, you end up getting the long term. You don't. You don't have much. You don't have right. much. You're right. I'm just. Black I'm black just black like black now. Black. Not saying you don't you don't have anybody like low for long term right now at safety. You don't. So I mean, but still, I'm like just looking at getting. You're looking toward the future. I need to win now, and I know right now we need some offense. We need offense popping, and we have enough safeties back there. You know, uh, the the safety position is deep. In my line, the safety position right now. Uh, well, I mean. It's like you got two guys on one year deal. So I guess PJ Williams. No, I'm talking about just just for this year. No. Just for this no, year. It's not, no, it's not. Well, for it's this year, deep. for one year, for one year, I guess you would say it's fine. If you're looking at right. it in increments of one year. So yeah, I, I guess that would and, be the case. One year. Right. And if you need a if you need any additional safeties, I would definitely try to do that next year. You know what I'm saying? But we need to I'm, I'm just trying to get in, in the win in the W category this year. And so before I go and look at more safeties, because I'm not looking into the future. That's why I'm not a coach. I'm trying to win right now, and I need <laughs> and I need some offensive power. I need some yeah on my offense. The, the, pre- the previous year, we sucked vacuum cleaner ass. That's right. Vacuum. Okay. All right. All right. All yeah. right. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, this just went to final with the uh, Pelicans and the Spurs. Spur- the, the Pelicans go down uh, against the Spurs at home, 107 to 103. We'll cover it on the Pelican post game report coming up in a few. But uh, outside of that, though, yeah, that you, yeah, that's right, Ernest. That's a good one from Georgia too. You know whether or not the Saints reach to them early. So I would, to be honest with your family, I wouldn't be surprised what moves the Saints make in this upcoming draft, man. Uh, depending, because they can, they can definitely make a. a, a, a an excuse for drafting an offensive lineman. They can definitely have a, a reason to draft wide receivers, offensive linemen, um, running backs. You need to draft a kicker. We got a kicker. Will Lutz is your kicker. 
Oh, he's back. Okay. I'm back. Mm-hmm. Should be healthy and ready to go. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be fun. You know, yeah, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching it, Cap, man. I, I was watching how they was doing that, man. They're really trying to slow the Pelicans down, man. They're doing everything and anything they can to stop the Pelicans. Uh, steamrolling toward that playoff spot. And, you know, if you knock them Lakers off, they don't want you to knock them Lakers off. They don't want LeBron out them playoffs. So no, that's the money. That's the money. Yep. They're doing everything. In that's the everything. money. Dude, they, those pals are balling without, like, two of their superstars. You know, mm-hmm. and everybody is getting better. Oh, man, it's just awesome. So just imagine if Zion and, and Brant and uh, Ingram come. Oh, my gosh. I didn't believe in Willie Green, but I definitely believe he's making me a believer quickly. Good turnout tonight at the Smoothie King Center, man, for this one. But uh, the Pelicans need to hit them free throws, man. They, they were 13 and 19 for 68%. And you got close games like that, man. You got to hit, hit a, a higher clip of free throws to give yourself an opportunity, right. especially when the referees are doing stuff like that. You got to you got to do that. You don't get when you you got to hit free shots. They're called free shots. They're supposed to be the easiest shot uh, uh, during the game to hit. And you got to convert them. You can't if the man send you to the line 19 times, you can't hit 13 of them and expect to win a close one with the referees calling them against you. That's not uh that's not gonna work. And close ones, you gotta hit the yeah, charity strike. Right. I always recipe. preach about that on the Pelican Post Game Report. But anyway, yes. Uh but yeah, uh, sweet. Anything else you want to add, bro, before we move on to the Pelican Post Game Report? What you think? Um man, I think it was a good, good draft. Um uh, I think I, my A minus says a lot uh, that we do need to work on this offense. I'm so offensive minded right now, you know. So um, that's pretty much it, man. Good job, Q. Thank you for analyzing my number one pick, man. That was awesome. Uh, and I, huh? Nah, I said thank you, bro, for for having a draft where we took wide receivers and offensive linemen because we definitely won't give them some help catching and throwing the ball. We got us to help prop them up too. We we can't have them tearing them up out there, way. That's exactly right. Uh, would you like for me to end this episode with a joke of the day? Sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Sway. <laughs> All right. The the lame, the whack joke of the day. Y'all know what? I had a uh I had a dream about an ocean filled with orange soda. But it was just a fantasy. That was hard, but sweet. <laughs> that was a hard, that's horrible, like bro. That's horrible, bro. Hey, try, try, hey, what say, else you got? I, what else you got, Sway? Give us another I joke. Know, I, 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 I witnessed a uh, kidnapping at the library. Okay. Yeah, I woke I woke him up, told him to go home. <laughs> <laughs> The corner joke of the day. That is terrible. That's another terrible one, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yep, that's it. All that's, right, so that's all I have for the day. That's uh, way too corny jokes. The, the day of the uh, day of, of bad jokes at the end of the show. So much love to the fam. Listen, I appreciate y'all for chiming in for the, our mock drafts on this one. I appreciate you for the Pelican family member. You can be switching over to the Pelican post Karen post. We'll be recapping the Pelican's loss. Today, 107-103 to the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Tomorrow's a big game as the Pelicans take on the Los Angeles Lakers, a direct head-to-head matchup with those Lakers. A win against them will definitely help be warned of the cheating that's going to come from the referees because they was cheating on them tonight. Boy, you ain't seen nothing yet tomorrow. So the Pelicans got to understand they got to hit their free throws and they got to, like I said, they kept the turnovers down. They're going to be in the Smoothie King Center. So... Yeah, they had they they had the turnovers way down on the eight turnovers. They should have won this game, man. And that's that's a part of the game, man. We gotta that's how they lose majority of the games by free throws. You gotta hit those free throws. But anyway, that'll do that'll uh yeah, I know my dog said I want to stay over here because I'm too mad. I know, fam. Don't be upset. You got a quick turnaround tomorrow uh for this matchup. So don't you don't put your strength on this one, man. We got a back to back tomorrow is against the Lakers. Let's take all that frustration out and bopped them upside the head a couple of times. So with that being said, fam, we're going to move on out of here to the Pelican Post Game Report. Much love to the fam. Uh, Thank you, Sway, for chiming in, and uh, we're going to holler at y'all later. Peace. Yeah. 
Well, all right. Like you always say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking deeds. We ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Who got cut and who back? Rookies in the vets. Players you should look at. It's the sports coma. You don't want to miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit for Sway. Maybe DC or five. It's the hottest thing smoking. Big Q in the guys. Go to YouTube live. Make sure you subscribe. In the views inside the Saints locker room high. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton, New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No, Beast Quake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma, all we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.